Hi! Welcome to the Tita Project, a podcast with Tin and Tita Kay, where we talk about the curiosities and concerns of the titas of today. This is where we figure things out one chica at a time. Let's more than just survive, let's thrive. Don't forget to share us with your friends. Hello everyone, I'm Tin. I'm Tita Kay. Ano na, ano na mga tita? If there was a common thread in all our discussions last year, all roads lead to self-awareness. How do we pivot during challenging times? What kind of jewelry do we need to invest in? How do we listen to our body? Should we spend for cosmetic surgery? Yes. <laughs> How do we tidy from the inside out? How do we find happiness in simple things? The key to answering all of these questions is how well we know ourselves. But how bad do we get to know ourselves? Let's talk to Kit Malvar Llamas, certified facilitator and coach in the seven habits of highly effective people, Gallup's strengths, the conscious parenting method of Dr. Shafali Chivari, and CEO of Conscious Alchemy and Camp Explore. MFO, let's go on a journey to self-awareness. <laughs> Game, let's start. <laughs> Game. Kit is a wife, mom, coach, facilitator, entrepreneur, among many other things. She wears many hats, and when these hats are combined, they all make a conscious alchemy strengths coach. For more than 15 years, she has coached leaders and teams in the corporate education, and family sector. She facilitates learning sessions for adults, parents, and kids, all of which have made her more convinced that we all need to become aware of our strengths and conscious of how we parent ourselves first, before anyone, and especially our kids and colleagues. She is an advocate for experiential learning and present moment awareness. So whether she is your coach, guide, facilitator, or mentor, you can expect that experience and awareness will be your primary teachers. She's a graduate of the Ateneo de Manila University and holds a master's degree from Cornell University. She helps you uncover your toxic patterns and guides you safely throughout your journey so you yourself can trust your intuition and strengths and feel so empowered to co-create solutions and drive you to action to become a better leader, team player, parent, partner, son or daughter, and friend and live in a state of attunement, alignment, and abundance. Please stand. No. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Kit. Woohoo! Oh, thank you, thank you for inviting me. I'm very happy to be here, and I'm excited uh, to be in this uh, podcast today. Yeah, we're super excited to have you, Kit, because we have so many questions, and we usually start with an origin story. When and how did you get to inner work, and coaching and why wow uh, the origin story <laughs> i guess um uh there are a lot of parents start in my life but i think with in terms of inner work and coaching um i would still credit it to my birth of origin i was born with a twin so uh, if I'm cute, she's cat. <laughs> Kaya kami cute cat. 
not because so of the chocolates. Wala pa do, wala pa dong Kit Kat sa Philippines noon. But it was um, uh, when I was born, I had the uh, chinky eyes like my dad. <laughs> so so my and then Cat had the, the big eyes of my mom. So si Lola daw was saying, oh, ito si Kit, si Kit, ito si Cat Dilat. <laughs> But uh, growing up, I think uh, you start to Pero you already, you're so aware of who you are because since you have a twin, people would ask you, like, how does it feel to have a twin? You know, parang for me, how does it feel not to have a twin? <laughs> And also their expectations that if you're twins, you're supposed to be best of friends, you could read each other's minds. But kami super opposite. And uh, uh, we were, in fact, uh, so different. That I had a theory pa nga na parang if you're identical twins, you're alike. But if you're fraternal twins, you're opposite. <laughs> so because you were fraternal twins, you were really opposite. So that starting of asking who I am, and since you were born, you always had someone with you. It was also a question na, how come if she's my twin and we grew up in the same uh, household with the same, you know, we were six We're seven children, eh? so it was a big family. And then we grew up in the same school, but we were so different. And we would always have fights. So growing up, it was always like an identity, you know, parang you're compared, you're, uh, parang there's always a reference. So that inner work, that uh, self-awareness journey started with that relationship or with that um state also of having a twin and then the deeper self-awareness happened i guess when your tita status diba? <laughs> i think it's that midlife midlife point in our lives when especially with us women when energetically and physically we go through a different frequency so there was some um, When I turned 40, uh, there were also a lot of uh, things that happened in my life. And uh, especially with um, the most important people in your life, your family. That relationship was, didn't like, it went through a, you know, a sort of crisis of um, dealing with family situations. And then I started to really go inwards. And it affected my relationship with my children. I have two daughters, diba? And then uh, with Inyaki, my husband, since we worked together and we also raised our daughters together. And then my extended family with you know, my bigger family, since we were very close. Um, and then we, I think everyone in our lives goes through that patch. Um, so that made me really become really curious and ask myself. So I, in in fact, um, there was like a two years in my relationship with my immediate family that, um, I mean, with my parents and my siblings, that I really had to take myself out of the relationship just because I just wanted to also figure out myself. <laughs> because since we are very close and there's a lot of, you know, enmeshments and it's a... It's like we worked together. I was the COO of my parents' uh, uh, company. Child of the owners. In other words, <laughs> dakilang. <laughs> dakilang with the sun. <laughs> no, uh, and then I had to like, um, 
like go on my own. So that's a time that I really went inwards. And I think that's the journey of um, my life also that when you start the adulting phase, kahit na matanda ka na, even if I was already a parent, there's just certain situations or experiences that really make you, that's painful, that's, um, uh, that make you question or not in a bad way, but just like um, realize, look back in your life. Right, right. I like this, you know, when you, th- yeah, and then you just, you just uh, see things for, parang, you know, you just stop and reflect. And where do I want? So you, when you reach that tita status, it's like uh, really making yourself like think, um, for go for significance, na rin, not just uh, success in in your life. And then, uh, and then being a mother, you're also trying to see, de ba? Parang how what for my children, de ba? Parang how what for them? What kind of a world are we going to have? So. Um, there, that's when I started to certify also as a coach, first with strengths, with Gallup, and then with conscious parenting. So I work with, since I work with parents and also leaders and managers and organization, because you can really see the patterns are so alike. Whatever is happening in the home space, it also reflects the relationship we have in at work with your, yeah, so even with any other relationship, so especially with this pandemic, work-life <laughs> integration. <laughs> because the lines have been so blurred. It's not anymore work from home. It's work with home. It's really... <laughs> you mentioned um, that you are a conscious alchemy strengths coach. And Conscious Alchemy also happens to be your website. What exactly is Conscious Alchemy? My drinks ba? Ano ba yan? <laughs> Pwede, diba? Sounds like a cocktail. <laughs> mas, mas masarap. <laughs> I think it's uh, the Conscious Alchemy. At first, we were just really known as Camp Explorer because my, my um, professional career really started uh, with, I work with kids and uh, families in camp. We have a property in Antipolo. My family, it's really a, a, we. It's an environmental project. We reforest. And then since Mama and Papa were taking care of the community, the people, then the place, the food, and I took care of the program. So I wanted to, since I had a twin sister, but I, and watched <laughs> Parent Trap. <laughs> the movie Parent Trap and I wanted to have a camp in the Philippines so um, yeah that's where I, I studied also how to be a camp director then the, with the kids I knew the parents and the parents asked us to do their team building for their for their teams at work and then we started um, uh, having team buildings and with companies also and throughout, parang every year there's like a team building, pero parang hindi na susus, parang pareho pa rin yung problema. So when I was do, doing my research, coaching is really important. It's like you're, it's like you're repairing maintenance. It's just not enough that it's treated as an event, but really as a process. So when I'm looking back, um, especially nung pandemic, 
two years ago, that's when we really incorporated conscious alchemy. So just to break it down, conscious alchemy, I think, is what we go through. It's the journey of the process to self-awareness and um, self-actualization. <laughs> uh, having, um, finding your deeper connection to who you are and what gives you meaning in your life, what's your big why. So since we've worked with um, uh, leaders, basically parents and managers, leaders in the workplace, we call that, um, it's like you're alchemizing. So alchemy is like turning um, something ordinary like into gold, like harnessing the gold in each of the experience. So when conscious, in a conscious way, meaning conscious meaning you're just very present in your now uh you don't get stuck in the past or you don't also go to future thinking because what really parang in what we see as patterns when we were assessing it what what um what conscious alchemy is is really patterns and then you see what's the opposite of your stumbling block to self-awareness is when you really get stuck to with your past or you know, um, you go to future thinking and you have so many anxiety and fears already. So that's why just, you know, parang enjoying your present moment. That's the conscious part. And then alchemy. And then strengths. Parang we're really built. We're really built to last. We're really strong um, people. <laughs> and I have to say strong women. <laughs> we have uh, that energy that... Um, and something I also learned with my parents, you have to have some sort of, you know, a vision for yourself, but at the same time, that discipline to execute also your vision. So that's why you called it conscious alchemy strengths. And then coach, because we all, we all know what's best for us. So we're just really guiding people. So we guide people to live and lead them towards um, unfolding into their purpose. So whether, whatever stage or age you are in your life, so either with our programs are starting with kids, six years old to eight years old, nine to 11, 12 to 15, because it's developmentally appropriate, yung programs. And then 16 to 20, then you have your adulting phase, 21 and above, and then you have the parents. <laughs> and above. Adulting is 21 and above because you could be 60 and just starting exactly. to adult. Exactly. <laughs> You're just starting to be really conscious, right? Uh, and you just start to... So there's really no... But it's never... As long as you're... As we are alive, yeah, and we're breathing, yeah, you can always create a change in your life. It's never... It's like never really... There's nothing really too late because so that's where we we alchemize also our different certification. Tapos uh, we curate our programs according to the patterns that we are seeing. So since we are also uh, seven habits of highly effective people, I'm a facilitator and Camp Explore is a certified partner of Franklin Covey to deliver it to as an after school program for for families and for kids and teens. So we do that. And then we pair it up with strengths. So it's really, and if you really look at the, the studies, the research, healthy and successful people, 
leading the meaningful life are really deeply connected to who they are and why they exist. So that's the conscious alchemy parang program. And for the ones, parang we're just guiding them according also to our own experiences and our own, um, the way we coaching, whether it's coaching, facilitating, or designing our programs. And that is why self-awareness is super key. And you mentioned nga na happy and successful people know themselves. So why should we, ano, if you want to be happy and successful, why should we work on self-awareness? And also, I know it's a lot of work, so <laughs> how do we go about it? Oh, okay. So, well, because the purpose of life is really just to discover who you really are or your authentic self. So that's why self-awareness is life. It's a process of life. It's not a destination. It's really unfolding. Yun nga, as long as you're breathing. And we need to get to know our our light and our shadows. And then uh, what are we going to do about our... Uh, our strengths and our weaknesses, right? that's the that's the adventure of life. I'm boring naman kung wala, kung alam mo na kagad yung That's the, the beauty of life. So that's why it's a lot of work. But I like what you said. It's a lot of work, but it doesn't have to be hard work. You know, it doesn't have to be, uh, we're the ones who's making it hard. It's like our, our ego, our attachments make it hard. So when we are going through life, um, what makes it hard is when we have a, either we resist what we resist and we don't want to, you know, we're hanging on to something, we're so attached to something, or we are also in an acquire mentality. So parang, uh, we always want, 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 you know, parang it's like that, uh, we're running after or chasing after something. So when you have an acquire or resist mentality, that's when you're not in acceptance, you're not in flow. That's when it gets hard. So um, then you just have to, like, how do you learn how to, you know, then you uncover, you're just curious, and then you uncover patterns. Uh, it's It's like, Diba? Parang, parang parenting <laughs> uh, where uh, people expect us to be natural parents. But how can we be natural? That's one of the myths, diba? How can you be a natural parent when you're promoted in a job? Diba? Because you're performing well, tapos na-promote ka. But no one really te- would teach you. It's a different skill sets already when you're promoted you're not managing tasks anymore you're leading people already so that's a different skill set so we really need to continuously get to know ourselves get to know you know how we function because we're just always projecting if you're hurting inside hurt people hurt people <laughs> heal people heal people you know wala ka masyado ng triggers and then you always ask yourself am i coming from fear or i'm coming from love am i thinking lack or i'm thinking abundance so it's just really a conscious you know it's always conscious awareness of um that that's what makes life beautiful at the same time it's also why we suffer when we're so attached to something a belief system that we just inherited from culture or from, you know, from 
that we believe to be true, but we never really like asked why is it really is this really true right now? No, that's true. I think like um in our generation we we ask more questions than yes. let's say the generation of our parents like things were with regards to self-awareness um and like when we make decisions you're right but is this is this coming from fear or yes. love you, we start asking ourselves those questions but Correct. before it was like no you just like you never <laughs> do that that's unheard of yes because especially because if uh, people were are made successful because of those beliefs. It worked for them. So at that time, during that um, uh, time in their during life, my it time, during, during my age. time, <laughs> exactly. But life is always changing. So we need to have that openness, in paradigm flexibility for us right. to paradigm flexibility yeah. <laughs> flexibility so, <laughs> you help your clients identify their patterns deconstruct self-limiting beliefs and also guide them to recognize their inner strengths to help them overcome personal issues so what's like the most common issue that people have and why is there usually a struggle in addressing it if you're not really aware self-aware what are you gonna do uh one thing that um, I was just reading Brene's book, Brene Brown's book, the, her new book, Atlas of the Heart. And then she said um, something, people resist pain. They don't want to be in pain. So they'll do anything to protect themselves from pain. It's like a self-defense mechanism that we have. So one of the hardest things in coaching also, when you identify the patterns, it's really blaming because pain, when there's something um, bad, quote unquote, or wrong, quote unquote, that happens, we always want, it's sometimes it's so painful, we want to be able to um, protect ourselves from the pain. So we, we need to blame it on someone. It's just a human and, uh, conditioning that happens. Right, so, right. And that's very um Filipino in a sense because um when you hear um some people talking, kasi si ganyan, yes, dapat ganyan. It's very yes. much part of the vocabulary or um, even as a child, right? When yes. uh, uh, as a child when we would bonk our head on the doors, our yaya would hit the door and be like, it's the door's fault. Bad door, bad, bad. So that's like assigning blame right away at exactly. such an early age and at we're programmed to think exactly. that way. But when we're taking care, you, you see the what? You said nga Pinoy. Pag, uh, you see them on the road. Pag nadapa yung, yung um, bata. <laughs> diba? Pupingutin mo at tapos ano, papaluin mo pa. Kasi ang kulit-kulit mo. Kasi hindi ka, ang kulukulo mo eh. Ganyan. Parang, hello. <laughs> it's, uh, who's the adult here and who's the child? <laughs> diba? Parang, we always have a tendency to just blame either a situation or another person or the question nga who did it diba? but we want to be able to cover ourselves and that's so that's one blame because we don't want to be shamed also because growing up we have a lot of shaming you know experiences it's a protection it's a self it's our coping mechanism we don't want to be uh, blamed or shamed and then also a lot of 
shoulding. Yung mga unco- when you're unconscious kasi, you should do this, diba? We should do There's a shouldifying way. This is the way. This is my way. Uh, Marshall Goldsmith wrote a book, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And there's a lot of... <laughs> uh, also, uh, if we're so used to doing something and it works, Sometimes we resist the uh, changing, right? It's hardwired for us. And then we are just not open because out of, probably out of fear or just out of conscious unconsciousness. Uh, we just haven't really um, <laughs> broken. We haven't reached the point where it's rock bottom and then we really need to change. So sometimes it's, it's uh we're just not in that frequency to we're just not ready to change so matigas pa natin so that's why we live in like a groundhog day and yeah it's also not wrong to be like not ready to change diba but then parang if you start to blame yourself and start to question how come things aren't going my way yes it's because of your unwillingness to change but yes diba parang it, it all has a timing din naman correct correct so when you're suffering that's why pain is really your portal to growth you and then when it's time diba when a student is ready a teacher appears and that's how God and the universe really works with us. Right? It's always working for us. God wants to set us up for success or the universe has always got our back. But when we're ready also, there's no, like, they're just not ready. They're not evil or, you know, parang, um, they're just, it's just not yet time. So, yeah. Yeah. Because if you're also coming from, you know, they should do that. It's you're also should defying the way you're also insisting on yeah. your own way. And you you will be the only person to pull yourself out of that shoulda, coulda, woulda yes. um, phase, yes. right? When there's a readiness, then you realize, ooh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then that's part of the journey of your awakening or your consciousness and your um and that's what makes life interesting also. Because uh, bottom line is we're all the same. We're all spiritual beings naman and having a human experience. So just, ano lang, parang just focus on yourself, look at your own lane, and then uh, do your best, right? and then um, And then when people, you keep on seeking, and then people will um, join your your tribe also when uh, you're already in the same frequency. But it takes a lot of, you know, um, uh, patience also for you, to, for yourself, gentleness also for and compassion for ourselves because uh, we're, we're not perfect. <laughs> we're always going to be uh, unconscious in Parang I like that reminder, ways. be gentle yeah. with yourself. You so know how yeah. like um, society is always forcing us to be the best version of ourselves be like uh, you know like in 10 steps mm. have perfect skin or have like the best i know um the most efficient work life whatever ganyan ganyan but at the end of it all you're adding so much stress on yourself remind yourself be gentle with yourself i like that i like yeah. that yeah let's just be gentle with ourselves and acceptance i think when you're self-aware it's really a journey of self-acceptance for 
for your you know your light and your shadows you're not saying you know uh you accept me for this is who i am it's more of like you know you know you you know this are your weaknesses this weakens you and this weakens other people what are you gonna do about it right here right now you know i just need to sleep I just need to uh, stay inside my room and you know cry this out. I you know so you know you set your own boundaries of so you won't project it not to other people. Mm. Speaking of projection, diba? you mentioned all triggers are internal. Sometimes kasi we feel na diba parang ito, ginawa, again the, the blaming, the shaming and it's always coming from outside and then when you said Everything is internal. The triggers are internal. Parang, oy, parang that's a mind shift for me because before I was always looking outwards and that things happen because of this person or because of the COVID virus because other parang things are not happening because it's outside of my control. But then it goes back to actually everything that you feel, your triggers are all coming from inside. I love that because it really shifted my perspective. So now when I'm in this, I'm like, okay, it's not the person. There's something in me. What's happening? Yes, so yes. I yeah. love that. Can you explain to our listeners how do we deal with our triggers? Yeah, that's the one of the most vulnerable thing. Because we can't. There's no blame, right? You're just mm-hmm. having. But it's just painful. That's why you are in that situation. It just means all triggers are internal because you know what? If If triggers are external, if you really think about it, then it means whatever someone, kung inis ka dun sa tao na yon, then dapat lahat inis dun sa tao na yon. Because it's ex- it's an external trigger. Well, what happens is the we have unmet needs in our life. Like, most of the time, it's really stemming from childhood. Eh. That period between your 0 to 8, 10 years old. Something happened in your life that was um, um, placed in our subconscious. <laughs> Kasi hindi nat, it's our way of protecting ourselves. God designed us so well that He will, He designed it that we, it's in our subconscious. So it was repressed, suppressed, I don't know, so you don't um, really remember it. But then, 95% of the time, we are living on a subconscious level. So when there's something that happens to us, somehow that particular experience trigger an energy or an unmet need when we in our subconscious that is poked, tapos we become parang, uy, we personalize it. We personalize experience parang you, um, you create the same energy in a way. So you now become... You take it personally. So, um, and we're just unconscious about it. So that means if um, if all triggers are internal, then it means also that we have the power to also, we also have the key not to make it a trigger for us. And so how do you do that? You just get to know what is the trigger. what You go to curiosity. Oh nga, no? why am I feeling this way? Why am I so why why what is she saying that make that's making me inis or that's annoying me or you know um what is it? What do I need that's not 
met right now. And then you'll also see if you have a... It goes back to trauma. I mean, not the just the big trauma, but also the little trauma. What is trauma? It's like the things that happen to us. That uh, It's not what happens to us. It's what happens inside us. That's Dr. Gabor Matias' uh, description. So it's it wasn't processed. So you're just now going to be curious. Oh, you know, um, that's why she's reminding me of my mother or she's reminding me of my father um, or she's reminding me of a lola who was so you know who was so critical or an aunt a tita was also so critical Parang, and then now um you're back the same energy is back in the situation so you just need to create space um and then just be curious, turn your eyes inwards and ask yourself, oh my, what is it do I need right now that's making me, um, that's triggering me? So when you know that, you know, most of the time, diba, parang pag okay ka naman, like you are, um, for example, you you are able, you've had your self-care morning routine, naka-exercise ka na, naka-meditate ka na, naka-journal ka na, and then you're, maayos yung, uh, you're on time with your deliverables. Kahit gaano kagulo our, like, people around us, parang, we're okay. Pero the minute that uh, when you're not okay, I mean, you're somehow, you you know, you're, <laughs> you didn't have your own self-care moment. You, you didn't have time for yourself. Pressured ka na. Mm-mm. Kahit anong gawin ng people around you, you're just gonna be mm. poked and triggered. And, you know, it, parang pasa. They always find something wrong. <laughs> yeah, they're always finding something wrong. You're always just gonna, um, you know, you'll, you'll just shout. You'll just, you're easily, easily annoyed. It's like, a, what? Eckhart Tolle said, pain body. Parang pasa, di ba? Parang konti lang. Ouch! You're so sensitive. Uh, but when we are, you know, we've taken care of ourselves and um, things are, you're more you're more gentle with yourself also. You're more aware. Then, you know, ah, okay, I just need kulang lang ako sa tulog. Or, you know, ah, hindi pa ako kumakain. So, I'm hungry na. So, or first, it's your agency. Same with our children. Sometimes their basic needs are also not met, diba? Either they're hungry or they're, or they're overworked uh, about something or they're also they're overscheduled or sometimes parang there's pressure, something happened. With them, <laughs> Hence um, the term, gutom lang yan. <laughs> yeah, gutom lang yan. <laughs> Hungry lang yan. <laughs> so, or, diba, that's why you need to, minsan, sige, tutulog ko muna to. Sometimes you just need your alone time. Or sometimes you just need to cry it out. Diba? There's a, there are certain times you just need to, like, be, you know, go to the bathroom and just cry it out. I think crying is underrated. We're always talking about how laughter is the best medicine and how laughter is healing. Crying is so yeah. awesome. Like, sometimes I'm like, okay, yes. wait, I'm gonna it schedule is. ano. Cry something Star yes. Wars. It just helps to, ano. <laughs> And after the tears, yeah, flow, you're like, that was so good. Okay, next. And um, it goes back also to um, that we are really wired 
physiologically, the, the, the mind-body connection. So we have also research is showing that we really have a nerve in our body that's connected to all of our major organs. That's the vagus nerve. So when we have, and the only way for us to control um, anxiety is not just through talk therapy, which talk therapy helps, you know, uh, coaching helps, um, talking to your friends help, having the trusted community helps. But moving our body, somatic, um, is really, and being connected to your body and where the pain comes, it's also, apparently it's, uh, so far, the research is also showing. That's why yoga is good, you know. And be intentional. Like, what is happening to me? Where is the energy? Where is the pain coming from? Where am I experiencing it in my body? You need to go to the pain, to witness the pain and let it move it out of your body. Because if not, don't have physical sickness, symptoms, diba? Um, inflammation, high blood pressure, uh, you know, and um, what do you call this? Yung mga bukol-bukol in our bodies. So those are also connected to feelings, to the way we regulate our emotions. So that's why it's all internal. Because what's happening to us internally, that's what we're going to project also externally. Yeah, the body absolutely the body absolutely keeps the score. So whatever like ill feelings you are um harboring, parang that's gonna add up over the years. Your high blood pressure, etc. Yeah. Wrinkles. That's why there was sometimes we we think I have a personal experience. How come parang feeling ko okay naman? There are certain like um it will just you're you're right, the body keeps score. It will just it will come out in uglier ways until we become conscious about it. So um, that <laughs> from the triggers are all really internal. And the more you get to know yourself, the more you know your, your own needs and co-create with other people, um, you will also know how to create boundaries. You will also know how to connect with other people also because you're connected to yourself. When that happens, you're more empowered. But you're not gonna wait for other people to, you know, provide what you need. You learn how to, how to, uh, request or ask for help. You're oh my gosh, asking for help is also. Uh... <laughs> oh, you know what? That just like gave me an idea, MFO. We should have an episode of like cultural programming, like like how to ask for help. But like that, which which which. Or, which is so un-Pinoy, di ba? Oo, oh, oo, oh, oo. Oh, oh. Parang, ano, tiisin mo yan. Magpakatatag ka. Oo, oh, oh. di ba? When you ask for help. I like what Kate Northrop, um, author of Do Less um, book, also said about asking for help. There are three ways for us to ask for help. Ask for help early. Um, ask for help often. And ask for help kindly. When you ask for help early, because everyone, who doesn't want to be of help? But we are wired to, we want to help. We want to be able to help someone. So, but we, when we ask for help early, we also, we're also asking for help kindly because we're setting up um, for people also to help us. Because, um, it 
it's also so they can they can make time for it because we're all busy diba? so we don't think naman it's like a hassle or you know we, it's our self again it's a self it's a, your story about asking for help so ask for help early and then the one thing ask for help often even if you don't need to ask for help and we can we can make this as an example with our children even if you don't need help um make your children witness or even in our workplaces ask for help often because now you are creating a culture that it's okay to ask for help so we're not just saying you know it's okay not to be okay but you're not asking for help how can you say that well but it's um it's you're creating that culture oh no no so sometimes even if you don't need help when they see that you ask for their help uh they also feel empowered wow i can help even if i'm if even if i'm young and that also gives them you're mirroring to them their strength and their contribution people want to be able to feel that they're making a difference so you're setting it up for their success also by mirroring it they all then they also know ah, it's okay i need i can ask for help if um they ask for help then i can ask for help so you just mirror it also so when you ask for help early when you ask for help often then you're asking for help kindly also so uh, i think that will help minsan kasi diba parang pride or what will other people say if I ask for help. Then we model it along. Let's talk about ano, a fun topic that MFO and I like to toy with a lot. Let's talk about procrastination. This is a pretty common issue. Why do we procrastinate and how do we get over it? Not that I want to. No, I'm just kidding. It's like energy, cramming. Because what is procrastination? Right? It's a voluntary It's actually a voluntary delay of an intended act despite expecting it to be worse off for the delay. That's the <laughs> So, something a paradigm shift for me also with procrastination. I always thought it's a time management issue or it's an organizational issue. Uh and like uh during my ano um my conscious parenting uh journey also One of our parang faculty there, Rini Jane. She's she's also the author of Superpowered and the the owner of Gozen.com for kids. Um, and then she said in her ano also workshop, procrastination pala is a feeling issue. It's um it's a coping skill. So you really need to learn how to emotionally regulate because most of the time um what prevents us or why we go to procrastination is because we are not feeling well about something so it's more we choose feeling some um, feeling this way we want to do this because um for the now instead of for the future so we're trying when we are procrastinating we're actually avoiding negative feelings about um there's a something that's uh, coming up so how do you how can you 
um, prevent uh, or you know what will you do when you feel like you're delaying something voluntarily first with procrastination the first thing is really you awareness okay so now that you know okay i feel like uh, i just don't feel like it okay just that awareness call yourself and then break it down into minute step for you to be able to, what's my next step so it can so i can feel um better about this even if it's just let's just say Okay, let's just say exercise. You don't want to exercise. So let's just say, yeah. even if it's just, okay, I will just roll my yoga mat. Yun lang. Yun lang gagawin mo. I will just roll it out. <laughs> uh, parang uh, you need to just break it down because the feeling is coming from a thought. Okay? And then you need to be able to just show up, physically move yourself. Um to be able to counter the thought, the feeling also. So you can't fight the thought with another thought. You need to go through uh, the feeling or an action. You need to, the antidote of procrastination is one minute step towards where you want to go. So even if it's just really basic, whatever it is, it's just really basic. And then um, just be more aware. What is... Uh, what is triggering me? Um, that's why I'm, I'm, I don't feel like it. So when you do that, what if this happens? You have to. Um, so there are things that you can do, kasi before and during, <laughs> during the moment that you're feeling pro, you you will procrastinate. So if you are before, you can always ask yourself, ano ba yung usual obstacle blocks ko? Why? Um, what's preventing me from doing what I really need to do, what I have to do versus what I want to do. Okay, So you have to be aware of your trigger language. And what if this happens, this is what I'm going to do. So you're, it's your clue also na pag sinasabi mo na to, ah, no, magpa-procrastinate na ako. I'd rather just uh, have my marathon of Netflix or whatever it is. Um, so you need to create if and then statements. So if this happens, this is what I'm going to do to counter it. Always. So you need to really help your, um, fight the thoughts with action, one tiny action to break, to break it down. And when you're doing this, you're, Research is also showing that those tiny actions, it's actually um, forming a neural pathway in your brain. That's the neuroplasticity of our brain. You're actually um, setting a new pathway for your brain to counter your pattern of delay. So even if you think, oh, wala naman magagawa itong tiny action na to, it's actually, it is doing something in your brain. You're forming a new a neural pathway. So that makes it easier and easier and easier the more uh, actions. Yeah, and that's great. Um, like I come from like, a, I have a special needs child. So I'm like big on mm. behavior modification. I feel like um, all behavior can be modified. So like in this case, yes. it's procrastination, right? And that's so yes. awesome about neuroplasticity. If like yes. yoga makes us more flexible day by day, the more we practice it, when you... 
um, give yourself tools to overcome like a behavior that you want to modify. Like, yeah. like you said, by rolling open your yoga mat or if you have work up ahead, just like yes. opening your laptop. When you give yourself these like little, how do you say it? Like you give yourself these mm. little tools, then you set yourself up for yeah. success. Yes. However, I like procrastinating. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> I procrastinate spectacularly. Yes. <laughs> Let's have another day because of spectacular a, procrastination. A, it's so rewarding when you procrastinate. Why? Because when you get it, diba? Kaya ko to. Kaya ko. Parang <laughs> it's immediate <laughs> eh. It's, uh, it, that's why you're, you can do it because our body releases adrenaline. So when it knows that the deadline is there na, it will yourself inducing, yourself injecting adrenaline in your system because it's it's signal stress or oh, you have to finish it. Tapos talagang natatapos mo. But what happens long term is adrenaline is poison to our body. It's actually... <gasps> <No! laughs> and you know, you cannot release adrenaline Except, you know, there's only one way for you to ad- to release adrenaline in our blood system. And our major organ is swimming in it. So it has become a, it's it's a drug. It's a, you know, you, you self-induce it. The only way for you to release adrenaline in your bloodstream is through breath work, meditation. So after we do like a task, after we after we're done with procrastinate, they mag meditate lang para balance. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, that's what they do. Like when if your kids, they are gamers now, young kids, teenagers, they're already in the, uh, you know, they're they're earning so much money with gaming. So it's like a profession for them. So what you really need to do especially with our children who are also always in a gaming because your body, our bodies, our brains cannot differentiate what's real and what's not real. It will produce adrenaline. It's like you're in war. If you're, you know, if you're shooting someone, you are, your body is producing the chemicals that you need to survive when there's war. So what you need to do before and after when they play their games, do their breath work. So you really have to release. If not, it's going to it's it's affecting their health, their mental health, their the physiological formation of their brain. So um, if they're also exposed, about even with us, even with the when we watch the some that's why. When we watch movies, <laughs> uh, even scary movies at night, diba? Parang ayaw na natin mag-isa. Parang feeling natin, parang, oh my gosh, may ghost na. <laughs> I don't want to go to the bathroom anymore. Or, you know, we simulate it because the same hormones that you need to be able to produce that effect is in your system. So, just talaga. Interesting. Ga, so, adrenaline yeah. is the feeling of kaba, right? That's the feeling of takot. And yeah. this is what you feel when you have like waves of anxiety. But it's like adrenaline bayon is um, Adrenaline uh, is the energy that makes you survive. Like um like when we are in our ancestors, when we're fight they're fighting for survival, it will produce adrenaline. 
for you to be stronger. That's why when there's a fire, oh, daw, people heavy can objects. carry big uh, heavy objects. Tapos you don't know how did I do that. Parang oh, din. Or yung mom nakikipag-away sa bear, di ba? Yeah. Away niya yung bear. <laughs> exactly. Or major proposals or projects that you need to do. And you can do it, the three of them, in one night. Di ba? Parang, see, kaya ko ito. So, it's, the, it's that adrenaline rush. Ang galing, di ba? It, it really works. It induces craving. We become, you know, more... You know, parang we don't lose, parang we don't get sleepy, we can work throughout the night, we still have that energy. Kasi you, um, you have that, uh, that uh, hormone that helps you. But aside, but the long-term effect, it's the long-term. So ask yourself also, what is the long-term gain? Do you do what you have to do now in exchange for what you want to do later? always ask yourself, okay, what do I have to do versus so I can enjoy or I can do what I want to do later. So it's just um, really, you know, para rewiring. It's also a rewiring of our brains and not helping us para get to that urgency addiction uh, because when it's urgent, our body feels it. So we are going to produce so much um, adrenaline and it's um, the poison uh, in our organs that we don't see. Gosh, I'm so annoyed. Like, <laughs> parang I'm I'm eating healthy. I drink so much water. I sleep properly. But I practice mindfulness. And then now there's like, okay, there's something wrong with you. You have an urgency addiction. <laughs> ano ba? <laughs> Di ba to matatapos? We can't be perfect, Tita K. <laughs> Something to do na naman. I eat na nga more greens. Di ba? Ano pang gusto niyo? Bigyan na sa akin itong procrastination. Again, be gentle with yourself. Baka naman. Baka naman. You just have to, ano. You just have to. Baka naman sobrang, ano. Di ba? Parang balance lang. Not all the things. Maybe though, some of those things you really need to let go of. Di ba? Parang maybe it's not really important. That's why you need to also see baka naman kailangan i-let go yun. <laughs> diba? Parang it doesn't have to be um, that's why you're procrastinating. You also have to be curious. Maybe it's something that I need to let go of also. So Kit, thank you. Ang daming learnings. Super daming learnings. <laughs> Mapapaisip ako about procrastination tonight. <laughs> How do our listeners get in touch with you for more wisdom? Where can they find you? Your socials. Uh, my socials. So you can find me in um, FB and IG at Kit Malvarliamas. And also in LinkedIn, Kit, at Kit Malvarliamas. And our website is uh, ConsciousAlchemy.me. M-E. So um, we have programs also starting this summer for kids size six years old to eight years old, seven to, ah, six to, sorry, six to eight years old, nine to 11, 12 to 15, 16 to 20 uh, for college age also preparation. So we do the seven habits for highly effective kids and seven habits for highly effective families. So for parents also, um, we can't outsource. Um, we can't just outsource the learning that will happen 
just with our children we also have to be uh, we also have to be involved at when they see us that we are also going through um the workshops with them they're seeing us also becoming more aware of our patterns that's the greatest uh, motivation for them um to also so they're not looking at themselves na oh my mom is making me do this because there's something wrong with me pero if they see that you are also invested in your own self awareness in your own making yourself become more effective then it becomes a real partnership uh with your family members so and you journey mas masaya you journey together so that's a um, journey together yes journey together para mas masaya so i hope you can um Your listeners can also join us in our community in Camp Explore and in Conscious Parenting Philippines and with through Conscious Alchemy. Yeah. So super awesome. Thank you so much, Kit. Yeah. Thank you, Kit. Thank you also. MFO. Yes, Tita Kit. Ang galing ni Kit. It's so nice talking to her. But I learned so much, even just by like you know like answering some of her questions i feel like parang i'm digging deep into mm-hmm. my psyche also and understanding more about myself um i specifically like that urgency addiction addict pala ako sa urgency <laughs> i drink na nga plenty water i eat more greens i sleep early i do yoga and then now <laughs> there is something <laughs> to work on yeah mahirap maging perfect oh mahirap maging perfect kailangan may something and i also oh. liked um how she said that pain is a portal to growth um when you mm-hmm. are uncomfortable enough like if you're like pained by something and i guess that's what will eventually motivate you to ask more questions to do the self awareness work or to eventually mm-hmm. even change your habits i- if needed so pain is like instead of avoiding it i think we're wired nga as human beings to avoid pain but that's how we protect ourselves yeah oh but and because we're we're, we're but told na oh everything everything should always be happy happy and parang um have a positive live a positive life parang there's always that um uh bad connotation when it's all about pain or crying or but it's actually a part of life right diba? pain pain and suffering is essential <laughs> don't deny don't deny it yeah don't deny it or befriend it get to know it and then let that help you in your journey to towards happiness or contentment even and self awareness and yeah. self awareness ay galing i love it so much what stuck with me was yung kikit when kit said na If if triggers were external, dapat were all annoyed at the same person, de ba? So parang sometimes you're you're in this with your friends. Kasi parang don't you see it? She's like that. Pero when you think about it, parang oo nga triggers are internal. So there's something in me. So you it always goes back to instead of blaming others, you always have to look within you. So parang I like that because most of us were always um. Told, de ba, na parang oh, look at that person. She's successful. She's like this, or he's like that. And then we feel like oh, we're inadequate. Pero if you go back to focusing on yourself, no wawala yung ano eh, yung need to compare. Yeah. And then you focus on on yourself and and improving yourself and making yourself, de ba, a better version of you. <laughs> so, 
So, I have a super funny story. So, as a child, my mom would always compare me to like, Leia Salonga. Look at Leia Salonga. <laughs> she sings so well. So, as an adult, and then I'd see her in the commercials like or on the news, I'd feel like, why am I mad that Leia Salonga... I'm not angry with her, but parang I feel like <laughs> I'm tampo. Like, I'm tampo with Leia Salonga. <laughs> ah, oo nga pala. As a child, tiga mo siya. Galing-galing niya kumanta. Bakit ikaw... <laughs> See, so now yeah. we have confronted your issue with Leia's <laughs> You have to, I uh, know, like ask, be curious about your triggers. Um, yeah. And what's that saying? There is a space between stimulus and response. So within mm-hmm. that space, that's where you, that's where the magic happens. That's when the learning begins. So take a step back when you feel triggered, um, pause. You're losing your temper. Take a step back. Wait, I need to create space. <laughs> and understand what, ano, what the triggers Mm-mm. are all about. Oh, yeah. It's not the fault pala of the cashier. Because you're blaming because it's bagal-bagal. Niya, but you, you, you try to detach yourself from that situation. Maganda yan. This is this practice on self-awareness. Na. Instead of looking outwards, go inwards. I love it. And don't blame Leia Salonga. Yes, and it's not Le- Leia, Leia Salonga's fault. fault. I love you, Leia. <laughs> if you're listening, we're fans. If you're listening. <laughs> this was a super fun episode. We hope that you enjoyed it and learned as much as we did. So thank you for hanging out with us. Let's do this again next time. Don't forget to follow the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This has been the Tita Project with Din and Tita K. Let's chica soon.